Welcome to the STC Summer Podcast on the Practice of Neighbouring. Join us each week as we dive deeper into what it means to be biblically better neighbours. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to uh, the fifth episode. If you're still listening and we're five weeks in, wow. Uh, But this is our summer series of podcasts. Uh, I'm Alan and tonight I am joined by the very lovely Mike and Bex Oldham. Woo! Woo! Very good. Hi. That's Mike with a uh, cheer- cheerleader of one. Uh, that's a beautiful thing. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves, guys? Who are you? Uh, okay, I'll, I'll be nodded to go first. So I'm Mike. Uh, I um, am an ex-nurse turned engineer. Uh, I'm studying at the moment part-time and I work uh, at a hospital as a maintenance assistant. And I'm Bex and I'm a primary school teacher over in Ecclesfield. Fantastic. And uh, we've known each other for a while. Uh, I appeared at your wedding, which was wonderful. Uh, Bex, you've lived with us. Uh, Mike, I've had the pleasure of seeing you on our training year and being your huddle leader, whatever a huddle. Oh, the pleasure's all mine, Alex. Oh, come on. So a lot of fun. We've got a little bit of history. Um, so uh, you guys have been married for how long? Uh, four and a half Almost years. Almost five. Yeah. yeah, five years in December. Five years in December. Yep, mm. that's cool. And so you've moved into a little place where you're living at the moment. That's uh, have you been there right from the start? Yes. Yeah, so we uh, we got our house and moved in. Uh, Mike moved in on the sixth of December, two thousand sixteen. And uh, then after we got married, we moved in, and we've been there ever since. We intended to stay for two years. <laughs> We're still here. Yeah, we did, didn't we? Wow. <laughs> So uh, yeah, it's it's great. We're um, we're just down in Walkley, so just That's down the hill from church. So if there's anyone listening that wants a house down in Walkley, uh, then Mike and Bex might be looking to sell sometime soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say we'll do a good price, but uh, I'm a pirate. <laughs> Fantastic. So one of the things that I know with you guys moving down into Walkley was that you were really keen to connect with the folk around you, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So when I was a student, I was part of Illuminate Cluster, um, who worked with the guys over in Fairvale. Um, and the thing that stood out to me from the Fairvale team was that they were so intentional with their neighbours. And having been a student in like Cook's area, I thought, oh, like that'd be amazing to do that sort of stuff, but in Cook's and Walkley. And um, so when we got our house and we moved in, we just like we just stood in our living room and we just prayed and we just said like god use this house and mm. this is your house um yeah. and we actually sang at that time it was a really um there was a really trendy song going around by aaron keys and it was like come in come in the door is open spirit come and move, uh, fill this place and that's just been our prayer for our house uh, since we got it back in 2016 um and yeah, I guess we kind of thought we we're going to be here for a couple of years and we've mm. stayed and God has just been so faithful and so good. Um, and we just loved being here and getting to know our neighbours and being really intentional about it. Um, and just seeing, yeah, just seeing amazing things happen. Brilliant. So you guys are great people to have on, uh, have on the show. And uh, (laughs) I know. Uh, And um, what we're particularly speaking about tonight is about 
not only helping and serving those around us um, to connect with our neighbours, but also being in a position where we will receive help from those around us, that reciprocal mm. sort of nature. Just wondering if you guys have got any good stories about, um, about connecting with those on your little strip of, uh, of houses. What, what does that look yeah. like for you? Yeah, um, so I mean, initially, I would say probably started off more. Um, it did. We did have to be very intentional. Obviously, you pray, and then you act. You kind of like as part of living out that prayer. Um, and it, it was quite intentional. There was plenty of like failed events where we were like, "Oh God, everybody come around for food." Everyone's like on the WhatsApp groups locally, and people are well up for it. On you know, and then no one shows, and the, the, we had plenty of no shows. Um, but we've gone from that place to less no-shows. Um, <laughs> still happens on the, on the odd occasion. But on the whole, uh, we are a place where we've got regular relationships with people. Uh, and by that, I mean, uh, as, as you said, it's not just about us doing things um, because actually people aren't projects. Uh, if people matter to God, it's because that God wants a relationship with them as he has a relationship with us. Mm. Um, we're relational beings. Um, so it's, uh, I think at, at the start, you know, whilst we did have to be very intentional, uh, Grace has taught us uh, how, how much people are not projects. Um, and actually we, we've been so, become so blessed uh, by entering into a genuine relationship with people where it's not just us doing things for them. Actually, we receive from we receive from our neighbours all the time. It's just such a blessing. And we're going to get there. We're going to get there in just a second. Oh. What I'd love to pick up on, Mike, is that you've said that you've had a quite a number of fails where you've invited folk. Um, you've gone to the trouble of presumably making some preparations and then had nobody turn up. What's, yeah. what's, what's your biggest fail before we before we move well, on? Well, I mean, I, cheese boards aren't easy to put together. Yeah, so our cheese board event, Alan, which you actually <laughs> benefited from, um, because it's Good Friday a couple of years ago, and it was tipping it down with rain, but we've like made plans with our neighbours to have like a cheese and wine evening. And so we've sent a message out and like given people enough time. And then it like was eight o'clock on a Friday night and it was raining, it's like tipping it down and nobody was coming. <laughs> and we've made this like gorgeous cheese board and like loads of nice antipasti. And like, it was like, with loads, you had loads of wine. Uh. <laughs> and, like, and we just, I just remember standing in our kitchen and looking at each other like, no one's coming and being like, God, why is no one coming? Like, we put ourselves out there. And I think it's just like, that is when we were just for like, it's not just about ticking things off a list. And it's not just about, yeah, we've connected with our neighbours. Um, it's about the the smaller things. And, you know, when that night, when they, no one came, we text you and Helen and we said, we've got loads of cheese and wine. Can we come <laughs> Nobody's <to> come <laughs> to our house. Um, <laughs> you know you can we can laugh at it now and I think but for us it was a real like learning point that actually you know and um, at the time we were leading the community we were leading a cluster and we were like very much trying to be intentional yeah. with our actions which is totally right and totally needed and mm -hmm. um, but there's the you know there's the one-to-ones there's the you know the actual building relationship that happens maybe in some of those some of those events but it's been the smaller things that have really um yeah really built have mm. built friendships with our neighborhood so yeah we've had quite a few failed responses 
Um, but you know, it's I love it's that. all part of the all part of the journey. I love that because that's often the place where you think I'm gonna I'm gonna finally do something with my neighbours. Yeah going to do it and I'm going to put it out there and I'm going to invite yeah. folk and then no one comes that's often the point where you stop isn't it that's yeah. often the knockback you just think well that was a waste of time I'm not earning a huge amount of money I've spent a fortune on cheese I don't actually <laughs> yeah. that much uh, but the Baptist minister does so maybe we'll go <laughs> <laughs> love a bit of that um, and so if that's the starting place what Give us a little bit of a flavour as to where things are at now. Mike, you mentioned that um, that your neighbours are sort of connecting with you, doing stuff for you, blessing you guys as well. Paint us a little bit of a picture as to um, as to where we're at, where you guys are at now, connecting na- connecting with neighbours. Hey, your, your memory is better than mine, but it's gone. Um, <laughs> so I think for us, like, I would say that some of our neighbours are like our closest friends. Um, and that has come through us receiving from our neighbours. So um, one of our neighbours lives on her own and um, she, she moved in at like a very similar time to us moving in. And whenever we did do anything with our neighbours, um, like afternoon teas or things like that that we've done, she's been like there, she's been wanting to surf, she's been um like a really key person who's been connected and we would call her a person of peace if we were using that language. Um, And, but now she's actually like one of our closest friends. Mm -hmm. So um, where that is now is, you know, we picked up on that. We get on really well. And um, so for example, we, Mike and I had COVID back in October and um, obviously we were isolating. We couldn't leave the house. and it was, was old boobs. yeah it was really poorly <laughs> um and it was actually her who baked us bread who made us made us um like chinese chicken and sweet corn soup that i couldn't taste because i had no taste buds uh but she really? was like <laughs> <laughs> but she was the one like you know and i think that she's been such a blessing to us like she'll you know we've started like doing like tuesday tea mm. so we're like just she loves cooking and we like eating so it works really well and yeah. um, and I think like that's where it is now it's like I think initially we were doing quite a lot of big scale neighbor projects projects being a key word there whereas Jesus has really been showing us it's about the people and about actually um really building those relationships with people so you've had quite a few instances with gardening related yeah uh, jobs uh... Yeah, uh, so let me think now. Um, with uh, the neighbours bang right next to us, uh, very interested in gardening. Uh, another another of our friends, her boyfriend, is really into gardening. I connect I connect people a lot over gardening now. I'm, I'm 29. <laughs> I'm you know, I'm reaching a certain age at which it's the most interesting thing in life. Future Monty Don is my hero, to be honest. But um, I don't, you can just use things that you're passionate about mm. for connection. And it's it, this is what I mean. It, it's taking it from projects to relationship mm. and we shouldn't be in the project area. It should be relationship. It's about just connecting with people. Mm. And perhaps maybe they won't be interested in the things you're interested about, in which case, you know, back to the drawing board, maybe have a thing. Oh, you just show interest in people. It's kind of like, how do you build relationships? It's almost, everyone Everyone goes nights out. You know how to talk to random people. Um, and it's exactly the same, except, you know, 
it is at home. So like the other week, um, if you don't know, Mike's a gardener. Well, he has been a gardener. It's one of his many jobs. Mike's and stuff. done many things <laughs> over the years, hasn't he? It's yeah. everything. Uh, but <laughs> he, 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 uh, last week, we were redoing our decking. And um, Mike was digging some big holes and putting down some posts or something. Um, and he needed like an extra pair of hands, which gardening is not my skill set. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so our neighbours were out. So, you know, Mike just called our neighbour's boyfriend over and just was like, I didn't even call on him. Oh, did, did you not know that? No, yeah, he was he literally he just, he was showing interest in what I was doing because he often does. Um, you know, I'm usually doing something a bit mad in the garden, and he was like, Oh, do you want a hand? I was like, Actually, you know what? That is the perfect time for you to offer. <laughs> yes, please. And then, um, like, you, so you were doing that with him. So then I was like, Does anyone want a nice coffee? And then we just like sat out and like chatted, and it was just really natural. Hmm. Another thing, like, we went away and the garden needed watering. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow, there was like, it was like when it was really, really hot. So we thought about asking this neighbour who we're really close with, but then we thought, actually, could we engage any other neighbours mm. in like in this? Yeah. Um, so we asked another of our neighbours and he was like, yeah, no problem. What do mm. I need to do? So Mike showed him what to do. And, you know, we came back and our garden was like beautifully watered. Yeah, been watered and, every day. Bless yeah, him. Yeah, it's it's like, not sure. for us to have received like yeah. from that, it's just really lovely. It was a real blessing yeah. to us. Um, do you want us to keep going, Alan? Or you do you want a pause? Great job. Uh, <laughs> you, I'll, I'll put my hand up, miss, if I... Uh, <laughs> all right, don't need a humorous. Okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> um, and I, I think recently, I mean, you know, Alan, but um, when there was all these storms back in May, um, our, our house actually got struck by lightning. Uh, and this was during the time that Mike was away with the Navy. And um, I was home alone and I've been at work all day and our neighbours have texted me to say just let you know there's been a massive strike um lightning strike and it hit you it's hit your house all the wi-fi's gone down across all our houses on our terrace um but it might just be worth checking so I was like oh my goodness me anyway I had some around for tea so I thought nothing of it <laughs> and so at nine o'clock um that evening and I thought I'll oh, just check the wi-fi and the tv and like the alarm and like nothing was working. Oh. And I was on my own and Mike was uncontactable because he was away. And um, I just was like, I don't really know what to do here. Mm. Um, so I just thought I could message our church community. <laughs> but like the really, the people who can come like right now are the people next door to me. Mm. So I just put it in our neighbor's WhatsApp group and said, I don't have a TV or Wi-Fi or any electricity in this plug. And I'm a bit confused. I'm on my own. I don't have a clue what I'm doing. <laughs> um, and actually, Kirsty, our next door neighbour, was round within like two minutes. Wow. And she's lived in her house for like 20 years. She knows how houses work. Like, I've got no clue. Mike normally does that sort of stuff. Um, I so... wouldn't have done. We still have had to make <laughs> so that call. she like... <laughs> So she came over and I just was so like touched by her just coming over and being that like, reassuring person and mm. she checked the plug she checked the fuse board which I didn't know where it was um, <laughs> um which is my mum was not very happy with me for um, <laughs> but like she she was just like exactly what I needed and you know she was able to just say like your house is safe 
this plug, you need to get electrician out, blah, blah, blah. Um, but she was the one who was able to help us. And then like, for me, just to accept that, like I felt really vulnerable because I was on my own and I didn't really know what to do. And I thought, we have no Wi-Fi, we have no house alarm and I'm on my own. <laughs> Okay. Blah, blah, blah. so yeah I think just kind of Walkley's not that much of a dangerous place to live but you know still you just gotta uh, yeah I think and I think like... that was just God just really just spoke to me then and was like I've put you here and I've put the people around you here um and I want to bless you through them like and you know she didn't even realize that she was like such an encouragement to mm. me um, she just was like, oh no, it's fine. It's nothing like I know what I'm doing. And she just didn't think about it. But for me, it was like, wow, it was how how kind. She just took care of you, didn't she? Yeah. It's awesome. So we've got the, the starting point of the failed cheese and wine, um, which we benefited from, thank you, um, to yeah. that point where, where people are coming and they care and they're not only looking after plants, but they're turning up in crisis. Mm-hmm. So what have been, so if there are sort of um, hints and tips that you could give in terms of getting from the one place to the other what have you found that has worked to build those relationships to move them from projects um to uh to being real genuine friends mm-hmm. well as, as i said earlier really it starts with intentional prayer um you know every single um brackets you know, if you want to call it a column events that we've put on uh we prayed before every single one um, we prayed outside of that as well so midweek uh, just generally we're just always praying for our neighbours really and just to develop these relationships more and see uh, God move in their lives I think another thing is then um, we had this really cheesy plaque um, that we got from I got um, when we were on holiday it's really, um, cheesy, it's really yeah. cheesy but I feel it's like a word for this season um, for us which it? says um, grow where you're planted and I think that, um, you you know, Alan, that, you know, we didn't expect to be here like four or five years. We thought we'd have this house and we'd go abroad and rent our house out type thing. But Jesus is just inviting us just to grow where we're planted. So I think like the tip is, like Tom shared, do you know, actually, see, not just being like, I'll wait until I'm in this place. I'll wait until I've got a bigger house. Like we have a tiny house, but like we've had, 15 neighbours around our kitchen table in our tiny kitchen having a roast dinner at Christmas mm. like it's it's kind of like growing where you're planted yeah. and being like okay Lord you put me here what do you want to do um so kind of praying and then just kind of being like intentional with where you are like you know I think Tom talked a couple of weeks ago about swimming against the tide of um of like what the culture is saying so for, for Mike and I, the cultures are like, you need a bigger house, you need a big garden, you need a big, bigger table. You need to, If you go have people around, you need to have loads of matching cutlery and like loads mm. of this. And actually for us to swim against that time yeah. is to say, you know what? We're going to grow here. We're going to invite people here. We're going to invest in like, we needed our decking because that's a long-term investment. Like it's kind of just trying to be really intentional with where we are mm. and swimming makes that tide of, oh, you're late 20s, when are you going to move to forever home? And you're like, no, we're going to be invested here. Um, yeah, and I think another thing, like, just as Mike said, prioritising it. So 
what we were in our, our whole cluster focused on mission like mission um which we found really helpful and then now we're going to a season where we're we're going to maybe try and do community with our neighbors instead of within cluster we don't really know what that looks like right now but I think for us it's prioritizing it in the sense of like in your diary like kind of thinking what what's what season's coming up like oh it's nearly October it's probably the streets of light are we telling our neighbors about it oh it's nearly Christmas like what and I think that sort of thing is helpful but then it's the small things like a whatsapp group if you run out of tomato puree don't just run to Asda message your neighbors guys sorry I've run out of tomato puree does anyone have a little bit I've run out of sugar does anyone have anything and it's like really small things I think that develop that relationship um there's loads. I had a couple of tips. I'm just trying to remember them. Sometimes I, find, I don't know if everybody has this. I find it really hard to think when my wife's talking. possible, but I just can't physically think when she talks. Oh, very good. Uh, let's let's me, have five seconds of silence, Beck. Let's have five seconds of silence for Mike. Let's see if it comes back. Uh, well, well, I can, I can remember one of them anyway. Come on, um, let's go with the one. So, I think it, they kind of tie in together now. That I think about it, but it's allowing yourself to be interrupted. So, um, I, I remember um, my mom and my grandma. They would they would often talk about how you know your house is your castle, and this is no slip. My, my mom and my grandma from the Doran, but um, you know they're like you know you you take the drawbridge when when you want. It's your place of safety. You know, your, your home should be a place of safety. Um, but, I mean, God's shown us that actually you can't really have that mentality sorted. Obviously, you keep yourself safe, obviously. Um, but you've got to be willing to be, allow, allow your space to be invaded a bit mm-hmm. uh, and not treat it as this precious thing. Um, but actually, it's like if, you, if you're serious about sharing your life with people, uh, to share Jesus essentially with them, uh, you've got to allow for your, your home, that, that private space to, in a sense, almost no longer be private. You've got to be okay with that, I think. Um, and uh, second to that, I'm so glad it's all come back. <laughs> second oh. the silence came, it's all come back. You need to give um, him five seconds back, so that's all yes. you need, just five that's seconds. That's all I need. And then he's back on. Uh, beautiful. Um, so the second thing really is, it's, uh, that, that everyday connection, uh, that everyday relationship, which is really the thing that you want. Um, I think in between these events that we did, we don't do them that often anymore, really. It, the few and far between, the last one we did was back in December. We did this amazing carol slide. It was, it was the, the, the most uh, small carol you've ever seen, but it, it, was, it was great. We did two of them, and second one on request. Mm. Uh, but there's so few and far between now, and that's, uh, because I think at the start you put the groundwork in and that's not necessarily the big events. It's what comes between them. If you see someone, one of your neighbours um, just in passing and you're always just making it, oh, you're right, yeah. And, it, you know, you make a bit of small talk. But there's always that urgency to get away. Obviously, you've got to work, going to work. You know, you, you want to do what you can. You've got to be okay with that. That's great. Uh, but I think it's taking those moments to say stop no this these are the moments that actually really matter where I can this is where connection can happen because I'm saying 
I'm not just interested in you in a space that I've cultivated. I'm interested in you just because I'm interested in you. Uh, uh, because God's interesting. He, he pours out of that, of course, God's love for us. Um, I think yeah. um, allowing yourself to be interrupted, like it's time to be interrupted as well. Yeah. Um, I, in, often like, in the summer, Mike and I really intentional <clears> about <throat> eating in our garden. Um, and as because when we eat in our garden, like neighbours have to walk past our house to get to their houses. <laughs> Um, but like, I remember once, I remember one like one night last summer, and uh, we like it was a Friday night, and we sat out in the garden. And some neighbours who we don't really spend much time with, they were sitting in their garden, and um, we ended up just saying to them like, "Do you want to come over?" And like just, and they ended up coming to our garden, and they were we had like one of probably the deepest conversations that I've ever had with with them. Um, and we were talking for like three hours. It got to like 2 a.m. And we were probably oh. like, we should probably go to bed. <laughs> um, but that was like, if I'd have been like, no, finish my tea and go to bed, like that sort of thing. Um, I think that conversation wouldn't have happened. Mm. And I think it's allowing yourselves and your time to be interrupted. Um, yeah. That's a brilliant, brilliant thing to end on. I love that. Um, Give Mike five seconds and uh, the brother has got wisdom in spades. I love (laughs) that. Being being, um, available to be interrupted, being okay with that. Also, um, knowing that your space is there to be invaded. Yes, keep yourself safe, Mike. We heard the safety announcement. Um, But that that actually it's fine for people to come in and uh, interrupt. And, uh, and come into your space. It's so good. It has been absolutely brilliant to chat to you guys. And um, I am looking forward to the next failed event. Uh, we love it. Um, wine would be good. A failed beer say you just want to watch cheese and wine, don't you? Uh, failed beer tasting. That would also work really well. Brilliant. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for joining us. All right. Bye, thank bye. you so much for having us. Bye. Bye. Have a pleasure. See ya. Cheers. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. If you have any questions about STC or would like to get in contact, please email admin at stcsheffield.org.